Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Today, Hillary Clinton's lawyer acquitted on charges of lying to the FBI. Also, yes, it's not conspiracy theory. They are all coming for your guns. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Happy Tuesday. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Blaze TV contributor Yaku Buyans, also host of The Bottom Line, which you should be subscribed to. We have got uh, in, in the house, I'm very excited to see him, Jorge Ventura, mm -hmm. uh, or as white people call him, George, <laughs> a reporter for The Daily Caller who has been all over Texas within the last week. Mm -hmm. he, he were at the border, uh, then he was at, in Uvalde. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm very, very um, glad you're here and yeah. uh, anxious to get your yep. insight on everything that's going on. Also joined by Blaze TV contributor John Doyle, host of Heck Off Commie. I guess I'm like sort of excited to get your insight as well. So Thank you, Sarah. Well, I don't know. It depends. We'll see what you have to say. Okay. <laughs> um, so I want to get, uh, I want to get the, this breaking news. I don't feel like it's really, there's just so much going on with, uh, you know, Justin Trudeau coming for Canadians' handguns, uh, people here, you know, our leaders here in the United States talking about, you know, banning 9 millimeter ammo. I mean, there's a lot to get into there, but I do want to get past the, the breaking news here about uh, the Hillary Clinton-affiliated lawyer Michael Sussman, who was accused of lying about his clients to the FBI when he passed on a tip about possible connections between Donald Trump and Russia. Uh, so he was accused by, of course, special counsel John Durham um, of hiding his ties with a technology executive and Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign when he brought the allegations to then uh, FBI general counsel Jim Baker. Uh, the, verdict, the verdict obviously was a significant blow to the entire Durham investigation. And uh, look, it, it's just interesting because you have these allegations. You have um, the the text messages that Sussman had sent to Baker, and he, you know, it seemed pretty cut and dry that he had lied to the FBI. Um, but then you have just. Just fun fact here that um, Sussman's jury featured three Hillary Clinton donors, an AOC donor, and a woman whose daughter is on the same sports team as Sussman's daughter. Nevertheless, Sussman uh -huh. was very proud of being found not guilty. Watch. I have a few thoughts to share now that the trial has ended. First, I told the truth to the FBI, and the jury rec clearly recognized that with their unanimous verdict today. I'm grateful to the members of the jury for their careful and thoughtful service. Despite being falsely accused, I'm relieved that justice ultimately prevailed in my case. 
I mean, it's just odd because Robbie Mook, who was Clinton's uh, 2016 campaign manager, um, testified in this particular case that Hillary Clinton did approve the strategy to take to the media the same false information uh, that Sussman wanted the FBI to investigate. I'm sure that's not a coincidence. Also sure it's not a coincidence that all of these, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton donors and AOC donors and Sussman's daughter's friends mother or father uh, were on the jury. No coincidence, right? Yeah, just terrible job by Durham and his team when it comes to selecting a jury. And, and, and if you're a Clinton, you can load the jury. They tried to load the Supreme Court. I'm just tired of softball. Don't go after him. Get Clinton herself on the stand. Let's go after the big cannons. Let's stop playing softball. Let's go after the big names. I want to see big names uh, and inside of a courtroom. It is. That's a great point, um, Yaku. It is odd that that they allowed these jurors to be on the yeah. jury. Terrible. Like, that yeah, seems really, like pretty easy. Because both lawyers have a say. Right. Both lawyers. Right. So a terrible job by Durham's team. Just like you know, just like Carlin said, it's a it's a big club, mm -hmm. and you ain't in it. And mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's all it's uh, just corruption in the wide open. Yeah, these people are never going to be held accountable. And that's what the founding fathers were talking about, too, when they wrote, all men are created equal. That wasn't an argument for, like, liberal equality. That was an argument for everybody being held to the same standard of mm -hmm. law, because when they were experiencing that under the British Empire, that wasn't the case for their ruling class. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to, so I, I want to switch here to, uh, like I said, there's, there's a lot going on. And uh, it's really, it, I, I was on with um, our friend Dave Rubin, who we were talking on Friday about, uh, Adam Kinzinger and some comments that Adam Kinzinger had made about, well, you know, you've got these Republican, well, he calls himself a Republican. I wouldn't, but that's what he calls himself. And you, But you have these Republicans who are calling for, like, compromise and, well, maybe we should wait, raise the age. Well, maybe we should compromise with these people. And I said, you can't compromise with these people. They, they are not, they don't have good intentions. They are, are coming to you with a bad faith argument. They do not believe that, uh, that children are too young to change their gender at three, but they somehow believe that um, a 21-year-old or a 20-year-old is not old enough to own a weapon, even though the Second Amendment gives them that right. But um, I want to get to, before we get to what's going on in the United States, um, I want to get to what uh, Justin Trudeau over in Canada has recently called for. He announced a uh, legislation to freeze gun ownership in Canada. Um, let's listen to Justin Trudeau in his own non-testosterone-laced words. We're introducing legislation to implement a national freeze on handgun ownership. What this means is that it will no longer be possible to buy, sell, transfer, or import handguns anywhere in Canada. In other words, we're capping the market for handguns. As a further part of this new legislation, we're also fighting gun smuggling and trafficking by increasing maximum criminal penalties and providing more tools for law enforcement to investigate firearm crimes and will require the permanent alteration of long gun magazines so they can never hold more than five rounds. That's very cute from uh, Fidel Jr. over there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's interesting because he did make a comment about, you know, making sure that guns aren't smuggled across the border, clearly talking about the United States. Mm -hmm. I can't believe he's so xenophobic because I'm told if you want a secure border that is very xenophobic, you shouldn't worry about drugs or crime or guns or anything else illegally that could be coming in um, because that is, in fact, really racist and xenophobic. So I'd just like to call out Fidel Jr. Uh, for that. Both of you gentlemen, I know, 
are uh, used to all of these, you know, what's going on at our border mm -hmm. with uh, specifically with the cartels, but with guns and everything like that. Um, what is Trudeau really going to get rid of all of these guns that he thinks that he's going to get rid of? They're just going to they're just going to go away, I guess. Well, if you pay attention to his comment, he said nothing about current weapons. What are they doing with current gun owners? They're going to cap on, on probably new ownership. Yeah, you can't buy, sell, or trade, you, so once you he, die... But, but you already have it. So he's going to have a populace that some of them have guns right. still. So it's really besides the point. He would never even have made that statement if the tragic event in Uvalde didn't happen. But he's been waiting to do it. Mm -hmm. They're all waiting Clearly. to do it. And Very they cool. are allowed to have a border, Sarah. They're Canada. <laughs> it's the American people that need to <laughs> bear forgot. the brunt. How stupid are we? We're the ones that need to be plundered and, and you know, pulveriched. Now, look... Um, Gun trafficking is a real issue. Mm -hmm. And no matter what you make the gun laws in this country, here's my stance. You leave the Second Amendment alone, 100%. Later, after our um, puppet at the top speaks, I will say something about my thoughts about Uvalde. But gun trafficking is a real deal, but you can't traffic it into Canada. Mm -hmm. You can bring it into the U.S., though. Yes, no, we, we, here we welcome lawlessness. Yeah, it is interesting, <laughs> too, Jorge, because... Um, he talks about this whole thing is aimed at handguns, but that's not right. what was used. So it's, it seems to be very transparent that they were just waiting for the next, yeah, yeah, the next tragedy yeah. to happen uh, anywhere. I mean, it could, I feel like it could have been anywhere mm -hmm. in the world, exactly. and he still would have used this to try to disarm his populace. Yeah, it, it's pretty funny because I've never seen a world leader make policy on an issue that didn't right. even occur in his country. Yeah. And um, wasn't with the weapon that now he's taking yeah, aim for. And, you know, you could just, it's its gaslighting. I mean, Justin Trudeau, I don't know if he knows, but we have shootings in uh, Chicago every yeah. single day. He's never come out and said anything about it. So I've never seen a world leader do this. It's uh, its quite funny with this guy. It's scary. For, I, I, I want to see what uh, the sales are for, because, you know, this mm. is legislation. It has to go through. I want to see what happens to gun sales in Canada Prior. as they're waiting for yeah. this legislation to bye, go bye, through. Bye. That's the real secret with the gun lobby. They actually lobby liberal politicians to do things like this <laughs> to increase gun sales, <laughs> I would bet. But it's interesting because a lot of conservatives, too, will try to appeal to the more moderate base by saying, oh, you know, it's just a bump stock. It's just a trigger crank or whatever. You have to stand your ground on the stupid little things that maybe mm -hmm. you don't even like because once those are gone, they're going to attack the things that actually matter. And if you don't have the courage to actually fight for something as insignificant as a bump stock, you're probably not going to have something the courage to fight for something as significant as like an AR-15 or even a handgun. Yeah. Um, so I want to get to switching over to the United States. Uh, as I mentioned, it's not just Justin Trudeau who is calling for bans on uh, specific weapons. As I said with Dave Rubin last week, you can't give them an inch because it's not really what they want. They don't want raising the age. They don't want just the ARs. They want to completely disarm you. That is why you cannot compromise with them ever. But um, Joe Biden over the weekend, uh, like, I guess, I don't know, I kept waiting for them to walk it back and say, no, no, he was just confused. He didn't mean it. He actually meant the opposite. Um, but Joe Biden called uh, nine millimeter guns high caliber weapons over the weekend and uh, claimed that they can blow a lung out of a person's body. Watch. 22 caliber bullets will lodge in a lung. And we can probably get it out. Maybe able to get it and save the life. A nine millimeter bullet blows the lung out of the body. So the idea of these high-caliber weapons is that there is simply no rational basis for it in terms of about 
self-protection, hunting. I mean, I guess we don't remember. The Constitution, the Second Amendment, was never absolute. Okay. First of all, yes, it <laughs> yes, was. Yes, it's absolute. But I, I'm, I'm confused, so I'm not allowed to have a rifle for protection because it's supposed to be, I don't know, they keep saying it's it's military grade, you're not allowed to have it. I'm also now supposed to not have a handgun for protection either. So what is it that I just can... Just a chancla, sorry, Sarah. <laughs> that's it, you're just going to have a chancla. My grandma didn't teach me. You can it to 22 to you. Yeah, I mean, it's like... I wonder if he could tell a 22 round from a 223 or a 556, five, no. or if he could tell the difference mm. if you put it in front of him. Well, mm. no, because he thinks that a 9mm can yeah. blow a long ride out of the body. It just exits it's the body. It's the exploding the whole, ammo that we yeah, have. Yeah, it exits the whole body. Yeah, it's just... It's just, it just the whole thing goes. Yeah. Bizarre. You guys were just talking about the rifles. Now we're over to 9 mils. Which no, is no, it's disarming this nation. And look, I will say sorry, guys, but I just got to go back real quick. Nothing evil in this country is not first tested somewhere else. Remember about the convoy, the truckers, all oh, of Canada. Right, right. Trudeau puts his hand up, little Castro, yeah. and he goes, I'll go first. I'll, I'll take one for Beto. I'll take one for, just like CSC, CRT, it's always refined in other countries, then they bring it in here. So I'm not surprised that he went after what he did, uh, you know, Trudeau, because that's what they want to do here. They want to disarm our populace. Yeah. And the answer is, heck no. Yeah. Absolutely not. Do not give an inch. Um, I want to, uh, gentlemen, I want to get your thoughts on that, but I also want to add to the conversation, good friend of the program, Robert Francis O'Rourke, who is currently, in case you've forgotten, is actually still running for governor here in the state of Texas. And you may have also forgotten what his positions, he's kind of had an evolution of uh, gun right positions. You know, first he, when he was running for uh, president, he, of course, famously said, or infamously, I guess you could say he famously said, hell yeah, we're going to take your AR-15s and your AK-47s. So very clearly calling for the government to, I think he wanted to buy back, but he very clearly wanted the government to take your weapons. Then he started running for governor and he was much more moderate. He said, no, I want to respect and protect the Second Amendment. Okay, I don't I don't want to take anyone's guns. That's what he said. Well, now that he is back to trying to capitalize off of tragedy, he is actually going back to his original position, which we all know he he held all this time, which is no, actually, I don't think that uh, civilians should own them. Even if you are a a civilian, a current law abiding citizen who owns an AR-15, he does not believe that you should be allowed to continue to own them. Let's listen to that. And uh, I just took the position that, that may not be politically popular, may be too honest, mm. that not only should no one be able to purchase an AR-15 or an AK-47 because they're designed to kill humans and that high-impact, high-velocity round will just tear up everything inside. You'll bleed out before we can get you back to life. Um, but I don't think that the people who have them right now in civilian use should be able to keep them. How are you going to do that? How does yeah. that... Please how do explain. You, yeah, how does, how does that... Are you going to come? Are you going to knock on my door you're gonna <laughs> offer a buyback how what does that look like robert that's what i want to know you know and the democrats right now are also gaslighting their own voters because they control every facet of government right now i mean it, it, all Biden has to do is just sign something through executive order nothing nothing will stop him um so they're actually been gaslighting their own voters uh, during this time i was also in houston covering the nra protests where beto o'rourke spoke at lena hidalgo as well um, and the Democrats right now are just fundraising millions yeah. Yeah. off just this issue. You're going to have money coming in from Washington, D.C. Um, so these next uh, couple months are going to be really critical for the GOP here in Texas as well. Which is why they're not doing anything, because they'd rather take the, the fundraising money. Yeah, really convenient how this has all happened uh, right when midterms are around the corner. 
Can you imagine if we were making like car-based policy and people had never driven cars before, mm. or never owned cars before, had no knowledge of how to change a headlight or change an oil filter? Like that's what's happening right now with gun policy. I think they've even done studies that show that as people become more familiar with guns, they become more conservative in terms of their view Absolutely. on like firearm policy. So it's just, just you know, they say that our hatred is from a place of ignorance, but I think that their hatred of AR-15s is from a place of ignorance. Are you actually. saying that it's not a machine gun? Air fifteen. Is, is that what you're saying, John? Mm -hmm. It's not a machine gun. No, they're it doesn't not. Just they should be. And honestly, like even when he's like a nine millimeter can like collapse along and blow out the body. Sick. Like <laughs> sign me up. Like, well, uh, yeah, they, they I, keep acting like along. it's gonna just have the whole lung exit the body. They yeah. keep acting like the gun. You like you. I don't want you want the inefficient gun. <laughs> yeah. No, I want like, the, is that the point? I want the one that can like take down a bear from like across a football field. <laughs> right. Otherwise, what's those. what's the point of owning one if you like it's not going to work efficiently? That's yeah. what I don't get. They're like, no, we don't. You should. We just want you to have the guns that work. We don't want you to have the guns that work proper, properly. No, you should not be able to defend yourself when they come for you. <laughs> yeah. That's the deal. The yeah. whole deal is, you know, you should. We're not, literally sending weapons yeah. to Ukraine right now because they've been mm -hmm. unarmed. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> well, it's also interesting because he brings up, um, you know, it's going to cause so much damage that they're going to bleed out before you can get them help. Yeah, I mean, I guess when the police take forty minutes to enter the right. building and help people. Right. Yeah, I mean, I mm -hmm. guess that that would happen with any sort of caliber. Hey, this is what I would say. You were there. Let's just go to every mother or father who tragically lost a child. Go today and ask him, hey, if we could rewind time, little time machine, would you go in and take the guy out? Would you want a gun in your hand to save your child? Mm -hmm. Okay. Let O'Rourke face that with his own child and he'll mm -hmm. sing like a canary. Yeah. Whole different story. Yeah. It's easy to speak from the, from the rafters and the bleachers on how the quarterback should play. When you're in the fight, all of a sudden you want tools. Yeah. Very true. Um, all right. We've got more on this to come, but uh, first we want to thank our sponsor, Moink Box. So, look, Moink is going to give you access to the freshest, sustainably sourced meat and fish, all while supporting American Family Farms. You can help save the family farm and get access to the highest quality meat on earth when you join the Moink movement today. They've got grass-fed grass and grass-finished beef and lamb, uh, pork and chicken, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, and they deliver it directly to your door. Moink meat, I'm telling you guys, we eat Moink meat all the time in my house. It is truly the most delicious meat that you will ever taste. My son is obsessed with their bacon. Um, I love their fillets. It's very, very easy. You choose the meat delivered in every box. You got ribeyes, chicken breast, pork chops, salmon fillets, much more. You can cancel anytime, but you're not gonna want to. All right, you can keep American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com news right now. You will get free filet mignon in every order for a year. That's one year of the best filet mignon you will ever taste in your life, but it's for a limited time, so you gotta go there. It is moinkbox.com. That is M-O-I-N-K box.com slash news. Joe Biden is also considering demolishing Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, and building a new campus after uh, what happened there. So Democratic Texas State Senator Roland Gutierrez said Biden told him that he was considering giving the community federal funds to raise and rebuild the school to help the community, uh, which obviously is still suffering from a lot of grief and tragedy here. Uh, and just for reference points here, Sandy Hook elementary school was torn down and replaced by a new $50 million school on the same property uh, in Newtown after what happened there in 2012. Um, uh, look, I thoughts, gentlemen. I, and this may not be popular. A building doesn't replace a life. It does nothing. The building didn't hurt anybody. How about you fund the police? 
How about you get corruption out of the police? How about you come in the border and fund? Look, crime begets crime. I said this, Uvalde, it's, people should go down there. They mm-hmm. should actually go see what our border looks like, how the cartels run the whole system up and down the border. Ask this man. It's lawlessness. I'm not surprised. All you need to do is you take a mayor of a police chief of a town as a cartel member and you go, hey, your family compromised. They die or you look the other way. That's how simple it is. And they've got no support. They've got no support from Abbott. Yeah. None yeah. from Abbott. They got no support from the federal government. So now you're a police chief in Uvalde, Del Rio, Eagle Pass, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you got to face the cartel by yourself. It's nonsense, man. So, yes, building the building, okay, and, and it's a morale thing, but it doesn't replace a life. Do things that can save lives. Well, and that's kind of where I'm at is like, are, are we just tearing it down because of the memory or are, I, we, I are, we, are we actually focusing on how to make it safer? Because that's my question is that there are still a lot of unanswered, uh, you know, facts of this particular incident mm-hmm. that have yet to come out. I would hope that law enforcement knows them by now. But I mean, you know, you have all of this confusion surrounding the propped open door because they said, well, she propped open the door to go out to get her phone. I'm still unclear why they said she came back in. But if she came back in and she saw what was going on, she somehow still left the door open. Like none of this makes any sense. And we still don't have the answers as to why there was just a door waiting for him to come open. By the way, I'm not uh, I'm not don't infer anything from what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is we need answers as to why that happened, whether they are, you know, ill intent or what I believe is just like probably just poor judgment. We still need to find the answers to those questions. But we're talking about just completely demolishing the building before we even have those facts in place. I just want to know what we're going to do to make the school safer, because that seems to be what we should be focusing on. Yeah, you know, instead of sending 40 billion to Ukraine, we could use that 40 billion and protect all of our schools, also That's in right. you know low low income mm-hmm. right. uh, areas. From our reporting, sir, we actually found out too. According to the Uvalde Police Department, their own training documents. I mean, they violated their own protocols. Mm-hmm. Anytime you're dealing with shootings and it, with kids in particular in a school, there is no time to wait for backup. Mm-hmm. You can't wait for a tactical unit. You have to go in there, uh, guns blazing. So I, I believe uh, those law enforcement officers will be held uh, accountable. But um, you know, I think the, the, those families need more than that. They they need policy change they need to yeah. see it in person they're, mm-hmm. they're done with the whole uh you know just saying things just to say them they, they need they need to, to, to see the change and i got to know the community of Ole by, by covering the border and it's a very working class community everyone's really tight in everyone's everyone's family um so they really need, need the healing but they need something policy change that that's actually going to do something that's going to secure mm-hmm. the schools or yeah. we're going to make town. sure that yeah. law enforcement that law enforcement right. actually responds yeah. because exactly. I, so i am very curious about that so when you talked to them are they are they aware that they are being used uh, for political agendas here by the left? Like, did, oh, does that? Okay. Yeah, they're they're, they're angered. You know, they um, they didn't appreciate you know Beto crashing the mm-hmm. the press conference. You saw then De- Mayor McLaughlin uh, stand up and say, you know, you six son of a b. And Mayor McLaughlin has a ton of support uh, there in, in Uvalde. So they don't they don't want to even be they don't want this to be like just used for for political points and fundraising. They want to actually see some changes. Uh, to the community, especially, like I said, the, the, the police uh, department, I mean, it's been a failure from our reporting. Uh, they held back parents from saving the, yeah. their own kids. Washington Examiner even had it that they begged up to 40 minutes. Yeah. Some of our reporting from the, from the 911 dispatcher showed that between 1203 to 1246, they fielded numerous of calls of kids begging the police to go in there. And like I said, with those protocols, when we read them, you cannot wait for backup when you're dealing with kids. It even says the time is of the essence. Even if you see a kid that was shot and injured, you have to deal with the shooter first. And the fact that 19 officers were in the hallway 
told to, to stand down by the Uvalde police chief. Right. Um, it got to a point where the border tactical unit that was there got so angry by the by the orders, they said, no, we're going to disobey. We're, we, we're going to go in, in there anyway. So. Yeah, and, and that's why it's so hard. There are all of these questions that remain unanswered. It's so hard for me to, to believe that Biden's already like, yeah, I don't know, let's just demolish the building. Can we get those those questions answered first? They seem to be pretty important. No, it's the the like most cartoon caricature of like how politics works. You know, they're going to have their big ribbon ceremony with the new fifty million dollar school with all this advanced architecture and technology that's not going to bring anybody back, not going to make anybody who's still there safer. They're going to have their ribbon cutting ceremony. They're going to take some photos. AOC is going to show up. She's going to cry. But nothing's actually going to be solved. It's all just an opportunity to waste taxpayer money and, and get dopamine from pretending like they actually care about the community. Yeah. I want to draw a quick parallel between Benghazi and what happened here, okay? Absolutely the same. Mark Geis is a friend, he's a champion, lost his arm. Hillary Clinton says, you can't go, you can't go, you can't go. Finally, they go, screw it, we're going mm -hmm. in. We're going to go get. This is exactly what happened. It's complicit, it's corrupt. That police chief is compromised. You hear me today, I'm speaking for myself. He's compromised by the cartel or by somebody to tell his people to stand down. Sandy Hook changed the law in this country to active shooter. It used to be a hostage situation. Right. Columbine, hostage situation. So you negotiate, you surround with SWAT, you negotiate. Sandy Hook was, forget about hostage, there's no mm -hmm. time, it's active shooter. What does active shooter mean? Closest person on site armed, mm -hmm. eliminate the threat. Mm -hmm. Whether you're a janitor with a gun, or a security guard, or a police officer. 100 plus police officers, 40 minutes, they abandoned national protocol for active shooter. Every police department is trained on active shooter. They abandoned protocol because a superior that's compromised told them to stand down. And yeah. I, I want to mention too, sir, you know, the, the, the town of Uvalde, their, their police department has been underfunded for years. We're talking about a police department that has to also deal with not just crime in their area, but with the constant uh, drug smugglers that run yeah. through Uvalde. So yeah. they've been spread thin. So, I mean, Biden could have addressed, or if yeah. he really did care about Uvalde, right. he should have been there last year, said, Mayor, what do you need from us from right. a federal level? That's right. Right, yeah. right. Well, uh, so, uh, you know, you bring up a good point as well, because the left constantly wants to talk about how do we take guns from law-abiding citizens rather than what could we do that would actually prevent this from happening? Because it seems to me, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, it seems to me that all of the, uh, all of the, the policy changes that they want to uh, enact really don't address the root issue. Um, there are so many red flags that we're finding out in this investigation that like, you know, he, he threatened to kill and rape uh, teen girls. No one decided to say anything. Yep. There's a video out that uh, he's holding a back. Can, don't, no, don't show that. Don't show that. Don't show that. Don't show that. It shows his name. Don't want to show that. Uh, there's a video out that uh, shows him holding a bag of dead cats with blood all over them. It's like, it, mm -hmm. okay, so you can't worry about enacting red flag laws when nobody is reporting any of this crap to begin with, yeah. nobody's talking about the warning signs. No, I mean, what do you think a red flag law is going to do when no one cares enough to get this information to the right people? Sarah, we did a show, this is self-promotion, I'm sorry, but we just Please. did a show on my show with my wife, Philippa, who wrote the film based on the Columbine shooting, had Rachel Joyce Scott's journals, Dylan and Eric's journals, and the show we just did was 100%, nothing to do with Uvalde, but the, the, the mentality of a shooter and a child that's willing to do this, and the signs leading up to this. How many mm -hmm. people knew? How many people saw? How many people doesn't do anything to intercept this child that's a potential danger to society? I encourage people to watch that show because it 
it gives you a different perspective. Many people saw things. Mm -hmm. Many people knew. How often do we see the FBI here? Oh, we interviewed this guy a year and a half ago. Right. And we let him right. go. Right. How often does that not happen? Right. It's a flawed system. So it's not the gun. Get away. Leave the Second Amendment alone. It's people. And it's us as a society not witnessing a child under the arrest who's a potential threat to society when he's an adult or an 18-year-old, and we just walk as if it will solve itself, right? right. It's, it's, it's very disturbing in our culture today how we miss these clear signals in the run-up. Yeah, John. That's what's so funny, too, how they try to characterize it like it's because of white people and racism and, and right-wing politics. If that were the case, you'd see, like, the average Trump voter, you know, be the guy who's in there doing the mass shooting. It's always the kid who was quiet, who everybody, like uh, Jorge mm -hmm. said, when they look at him, they see, like, he, he needs to go to church, he needs mm -hmm. God. Or the kid who was, like, slaughtering mammals for fun. Like, it's yeah. never just a normal person who's like, you know, Tucker made a really good point. Mom, I'll be right back. And they go and do something <laughs> terrible. It's always the kid who was already not going to make it and had all the warning signs. And then sometimes, yeah, they wash up and use politics as an excuse. But that's never the real cause. Right, right. right. And, the, and then the parents. Parent, I mean, yeah. even still to this day, just kind of enables the behavior. Mm -hmm. How do you expect that law to work? Uh, it's not going to. Didn't she make a statement like, don't judge yes. my yes. son? Yeah. 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 Judge yeah, my son yes, don't judge him. Yes. Well, unfortunately, hell is real. Heaven is real, hell is real. And he did not have a chance to repent, so he's, he's being judged. Yeah, I mean, also, yeah, I'm judging him. Yeah. Uh, all right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Healthy Cell. So uh, more than 250. 40 million Americans take supplements daily, but you're taking them in pill form, so you're not re you don't realize this. You're not getting the results that you think you're getting because you're not absorbing the nutrients properly. You gotta try Healthy Cell, which uh, it absorbs into your body far, far better. Healthy Cell not only tastes great, but it has 165% more absorption than pills. It uses this microgel technology to deliver maximum absorption. Uh, you may not realize this either, but when you're taking a tablet, a capsule, whatever it is, uh, it contains synthetic ingredients. It's got binding glues, fillers, and a bunch of stuff that can irritate the lining of your stomach. Healthy Cell's microgel suspends soluble, ultra-absorbable nutrients inside a natural gel made of gut-healthy ingredients. It doesn't contain artificial sweeteners, and it's gluten-free vegetarian, all that fun stuff. I take it every day. I take their multivitamin. They've got stuff for sleep that helps with sleep. My husband takes that all the time. He loves it. They've got immunity boosters. They've got something for everyone. And you want to make sure you're getting the most out of your vitamin or supplement. You can go to healthycell.com. That is healthy, C-E-L-L.com. Use code NEWS. You'll get 20% off. You guys are going to be shocked, absolutely shocked to hear this. But uh, breaking news, doctors actually told the New York Times that Leah Thomas, you know, the, uh, the swimmer, Leah Thomas, the dude that uh, wears his hair long, and um, I, I probably already got us kicked off YouTube. Sorry about that. <laughs> but uh, Leah Thomas, uh, championship University of Pennsylvania swimmer, well, it turns out Leah Thomas's testosterone levels give, uh, give him a scientific advantage. So, I, I, wow, that is so crazy because I always thought that we were created equal and it, there was no biological advantage, no scientific advantage that a biological man would have in women's sports, even though they just continue to dominate. That's just anecdotal. Uh, but don't worry, Leo was interviewed by Good Morning America and claimed that, uh, look, trans people don't transition for any advantage in sports. They just want to be themselves. Watch. Trans people don't transition for athletics. We transition to be happy and authentic 
and our true selves. Mm -hmm. Transitioning to get an advantage is not something that ever factors into our decisions. You didn't transition to win more medals? No. No, it was just that, like, I really sucked when I was swimming as a man, and now I'm dominating all the women <laughs> when I'm swimming as a woman. And also, I still have a girlfriend. And also, clearly, I haven't done anything to make myself look more feminine except grow my hair out. But no, okay? No. I'm being my true, authentic self. This is Jakob Wayans not giving this person <laughs> two more seconds of my time. <laughs> The shoulders on Leah Thomas. I need to get some of those. So, <laughs> no one wants to touch this. Really? I'll do it. I'll do it. And then I'll come. An opportunity to be transphobic. Well, say less. It's like any competitive swimmer could tell you the photos that were taken when they all jumped off the blocks. Yeah. He was like easily half a body oh, yeah. length ahead. And that's easily a five second advantage. Like yeah. there was no chance, but I don't know. I'm less interested in the, well, he's just doing this for an athletic advantage. I'm more interested in the like, you know, oh, I just want to be happy with my weird fetish. Like, I think that's mm. a more interesting conversation than like the natural impulse to, you know, be great and to compete. Why is this person polluted with this weird, corrupted sexual fetish? And why is that so normalized to where conservatives are like, well, you know, do whatever you want. But if you're going to go after the institution of women's athletics, will you come and take it? Like, is that really something that we're really like, that's the hill we're going to die on? Everything up until that is fine. But only when some guy is like going to take a medal away from your daughter, then then you want to get off the lazy boy. Now you want to go fight for something. It is true. It does drive me nuts that he's like, I'm being mm -hmm. my true self. It's like, no, no that you're being authentic. the opposite. He That's says, I want to be authentic. Literally the opposite of what you're doing. You are literally not being authentic. <laughs> I want to say this. We just saw a mental health, uh, a, you know, a person with mental health shoot up a school. Yeah. Now, we set, now, two minutes later, the same people that hate that celebrate the person with mental health. Right. All yeah. of a sudden now. The, here's mental. We are as a society where we are because the left celebrates mental health disorder. They do. They elevate them. They give them a platform. Right? You are... Absolutely not authentic. Nothing about what you're doing is authentic. So it's a joke. And that's why I don't want to, like, you don't want to name the person's name from Uvalde the shooter. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give these clowns a time of day. Yes, clowns. Yes, mental health disorder. And to that point, there was a story recently in Michigan of a transgender person who was murdered. And so they took that and they posted it all over social media. The implication being that trans people are targeted and this right. is just so awful. So I actually like looked up the story. It was murdered by their girlfriend who was like also transgender. So it's just like, <laughs> come on. Probably because of a, a, a an affair or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah. a joke. It's uh, I, so I want to get to, we would be remiss if we did not get to uh, what happened with Paul Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi's Nancy Pelosi's <laughs> husband, 82 years old. He he was charged with driving under the influence uh, on Sunday morning. He apparently was uh, he was driving his Porsche in an intersection and was hit by a Jeep. No injuries were reported. And uh, the other driver was not arrested. And Nancy Pelosi's people made sure to very quickly come out and be like, she was on the other side of the country. She wasn't there. Um, but it's very weird because the attorney for Paul Pelosi just released a statement claiming that false information was being reported in regard to his client's arrest. And uh, they say that Paul was fully cooperative with California Highway Patrol officers and that a, quote, prior driving offense erroneously attributed to Mr. Pelosi is untrue and likely refers to another person with the same name. I don't know. I don't I don't know if I buy that. I also completely buy that you would have to stay liquored up at all times if you're married <laughs> right. to Nancy Pelosi. I mean, I mean She's liquored up half the time. 
you know? Which uh, probably somehow makes her more bearable, how, I think. Can you imagine? How else <laughs> would you cope? Look, he was drunk or he wasn't drunk. I don't care about a prior offense. You drove under the influence. End of story. Broke the law. Get arrested. It runs in the family. Hey, she's drunk on, on literally on the Senate floor in Congress. She's drunk representing America every day. She walks drunk. You drive drunk. It just, it just seems weird that, like, they, they would get that, so what, the police got it wrong? Like, I don't know. It just seems weird, especially when Nancy Pelosi's office was like, this is a personal matter and we're not going to comment on it, but Nancy Pelosi wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's a Napa Valley, so you know Paul was on some really good wine. Right. And uh, I would imagine there was maybe some other women involved <laughs> in oh, that porch. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. I don't know. But it's like, I don't believe for a second that like, oops, there was just a, oh, maybe it was someone with the same name. I don't know. Same name, same location, just a coincidence. Oops, it, she definitely wasn't driving drunk. John. I don't want to give my take on this. <laughs> okay. No, all I respect of, All that. of a sudden you're bashful? I respect that. I mean, you've got like a senior citizen who's worth like a few hundred million dollars booze cruising a Porsche, maybe with some models in the car. <laughs> Terrible. That's the worst thing that's ever <laughs> happened. <laughs> anyway, I guess we're going to go to break now. <laughs> that was a Doyle moment. <laughs> Give him one. Uh, all right, we've well, got to move on. Funny. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Bank on Yourself. So if you have, uh, most of you guys, you have a 401k or an IRA or some sort of retirement plan, uh, you don't maybe think about this all the time, but the government actually controls your retirement funds. You could owe taxes and penalties if you take money out too soon or if you wait too long, even though this is your money that you've earned. It's crazy. And of course, thanks to our skyrocketing national debt, who knows how much you'll have to pay in taxes during retirement. Bank on Yourself is a better way to grow and protect your hard-earned money. This retirement plan alternative, guys, it has never had a losing year in over 160 years. That is how good it is. They have tax-free retirement income under current tax law. And with Bank on Yourself, you also get liquidity. You can get access to your money for any purpose with no questions asked. The government doesn't control it like that. And even use it for purchases or opportunities without interrupting the growth of those dollars. Uh, look, this is what the, the strategy that famous businesses like McDonald's, Walt Disney, those types of places used when no banker would lend them a dime. Almost anyone can do it. You guys have to learn more information about this. I was blown away when I talked to these people about how well they do this. You can get a free report with all the details of how adding Bank on Yourself to your financial plan can help you take back control of your money. It is bankonyourself.com slash matters. Get your free report over at bankonyourself.com slash matters. Yaku mentioned uh, glorifying mental illness earlier in the program. I think that is definitely the case with this next story. Uh, students at Campo Lindo High School in California were reportedly given an invasive and inappropriate sex lesson, which included questions about their anal sex and masturbation preferences. So students were asked to rate their comfort level with anal sex. And uh, these written responses were turned in by each student. So the teacher now has their anal sex preferences on file, which is great. They also asked students to tell them if they felt comfortable masturbating with other people present. But don't worry, guys. The teachers are not grooming your children, okay? They're not out to get your children. Uh, you better not say gay, by the way, in the state of Florida, because they'll arrest you, I heard. That evil Ron DeSantis over there is targeting LGBTQIA plus two squared people. But it's totally okay. Nothing to see here if you're asking children to tell you, to tell an adult, a trusted adult, supposedly, your anal sex preferences. 
You know that teacher that asked the kids, do you like anal sex? My question to that teacher is, do you? Because when we catch you, you'll be in prison and that's all you'll get. Did you imagine just being one of those kids like, bro, I'm just, trying to do math. I'm, just trying, I'm just trying to learn my history and spelling yeah. and my English. Like. like, I thought you were teaching chemistry. No. What is this? It's really gross. Where's the dads? Where's the fathers? Step up, guys. I mean, come on. Let these predators run rampant in your schools while you're numbing yourself with whatever booze cruise models in the back. I mean... Good Lord, please. Well, don't worry, guys, because um, the same school supplies trans tape to students so that uh, the teen girls who are identifying as boys can bind their chests with the tape. Of course. So they do something for tucking as well. Anal sex isn't a real thing. Like, you can't. <laughs> this is. No, John, John. This is where we're going? John. What? Okay, keep going. I'll help you out of the hole later. Keep going. It's not. You can't put a modifier on sex to make it into something it's not. It means we know what sex is. Anal sex is sodomy. That's what that is. That's mm -hmm. where I was going yes. with that. Okay. And so it's a completely demonic and satanic yes. thing because sodomy is a sin. As well. It's a perversion. And so when they're talking about, hey, anal sex, it's just sex, but like a little bit different. They're trying to bring that into the discussion of like what normal sexuality is, which is by mm -hmm. definition satanic mm -hmm. and perverted and wrong. And yeah, the dad should go in there and like yes. belt the yeah, teacher. I'm proud of him. See, I told you, give him his moment early, he didn't and then trust he comes me. back. He, he didn't trust back. me. I'm, you know, I don't know if I want to reward this. He didn't trust me. <laughs> I don't, not very much, but a little bit. Also, another thing that I'm sure oh, you'll boy. like as well, in oh. terms of where we're taking the takes. Oh, gosh. This whole I'm fixation scared. on, like, you know, anal sex is very new, and it's because of pornography. If you look at people who yes. express interest in oh, anal sex, like, the vast majority of them say it's because they were shown it in pornography. Yes. Not like they sought it out, but it was in the suggested page, someone showed it to them, and then it warps their preferences to where now they have this weird fetish, and that's like why that happens. And it is, of course, Look, it's satanic. Not, it's not new. The Roman Empire fell because of it, and so did the Persians True. and the Greeks. But the heightened blowout in Gen Z, particular, which is the number one demographic watching porn, Gen Z. Okay, it is. It's it's a fetish now because they're seeing it in porn. John's doing well right now. Yes. Jorge, last Jorge. Word. Last word, Jorge. He's like, I don't want to follow that like, at all. Look, if I'm one of those kids, I'm just trying to learn my math, bro. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> Chastity belt. Yeah. We got to take a break. We'll be back. John, this one's just for you, yes. and it, well, not just for you, but in a recent study done uh, by a Catholic university in Rome, uh, Catholic exorcists apparently have been overwhelmingly reporting being overworked and undersupported by bishops and other priests uh, because of all of the demonic activity. So the, the exorcists are reportedly performing, I'm laughing, but only because I completely believe it. They're performing 30 to 50 exorcisms per day. And they say they are in desperate need of trained psychologists to separate mental illness from demonic activity. That's oh. where we're at now. I'm gonna let you, the resident uh, Catholic, go first. Well, I would just say that most of what we've seen in terms of mental illness has been a way to try to medicalize like what is evil because that's a spiritual mm -hmm. thing and we wanna put on our lab coats and saying, well, actually, it's mental illness. Like, it's not. You look at these people, they are all very grotesque and very ugly. Like, the same way that, like, a woman would take a, a home, and, or I should say a house, and make it into a home, a demon will take a body that it occupies and make it into a very ugly thing because that's the environment in which it's more comfortable. And you really can't explain some of these, like, meltdowns you see at these protests without understanding that it is demonic possession. Like, you can point and laugh and say, well, that person's crazy, but it's like, no. You're crazy because that's a demon. You need to repent. <laughs> Absolutely support John on this 100 
100%. God Let's says, go. if, if, if Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit lives in your body, he will change your countenance, which means you physically look different. Your eyes are different. You can see evil. It's not hard, actually. You can see evil. And to John's point, it's riddled. All these protests through the George Floyd thing, the BLM thing, all these things, it's, it, it's riddled. It's, it's a manifestation of a demon in someone's body. They say the aliens are coming. They're here. They're demonic. They're in people. People are in agreement with evil. And, and evil comes to steal, kill, destroy. It's not hard. So, yeah, it, it, we need a whole bunch of exorcisms in this country. Start in the White House. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, for me, sir, I think just from my experience reporting on the ground, um, one of the main issues that I see is there's, we, we do have a problem with a lot of young men who don't have any purpose in this country. Mm. And when a, a man doesn't have a purpose or a mission, then he falls into this drug use kind of kind of this this activity. So we need to really highlight, you know, helping these young men have purpose and mission in, in, in life and like that they could guide a family in the future. Yeah, um, make sure, I'm <clears throat> apparently dying, but make sure that you uh, no. check out uh, Juan Jorge's latest documentaries. It is carteldoc.com. Did I get that right? Yes, ma'am. Okay, make sure you're following him along with, uh, of course, these gentlemen, Blaze TV contributors, Yaku and John. Our upcoming Buddy Cop film. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.